Good morning. It is Wednesday, October 18th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Well, I can't believe it. Today will be our last actual devotion in the book of Esther. We've been in this book for several weeks, and today we hit chapter 10, which is only three short verses, and that's it. We're done with the book of Esther. If you haven't ever listened to our podcast in the past during season one, what we'd like to do when we can is on the very last day of the book, we'll read the entire thing together. There is something powerful about sitting down and reading one entire book of the Bible all in one sitting, all at once. This book is 10 chapters. I imagine it's going to take probably around 20 to 30 minutes to read straight through it. But that's our goal for Friday's episode. So today will be a normal devotion. Friday, we'll read through the whole book. And then starting next week, we will move on to a book of the New Testament. Listen on Friday to find out what book that is going to be. All right, my friends, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Esther chapter 10, verses 1 through 3. King Ahasuerus imposed tax on the land and on the coastlands of the sea, and all the acts of his power and might, and full account of the high honor of Mordecai, to which the king had advanced them, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Medea and Persia? For Mordecai the Jew was second in rank to King Ahasuerus, and he was great among the Jews and popular with the multitude of his brothers. For he sought the welfare of his people and spoke peace to all his people. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we now come to the middle of our week, we ask for your blessing today, Father. We need your help. Halfway through our week, some of us are already so tired and worn out. Lord, is I like to say sometimes that I heard from a very wise person, we are leaky buckets. And we need to be filled by your Spirit today. So, Lord, send your Spirit to fill us today. Give us boldness to advance your kingdom. Give us energy to do our earthly duties. Help us to be faithful and obedient. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, here at the very end of the book, it's kind of the capstone on the story of Esther. After we've seen all of these themes coming in and out of this book, we come to the end and we get this kind of... Well, it's just a concluding sentence, really. And it talks about King Ahasuerus, what he does after the events of Esther, and Mordecai, what he does after the events of Esther. And we end with this line. And he was great among the Jews, and popular with the multitude of his brothers, for he sought the welfare of his people and spoke peace to all his people. And if you're wondering, man, what is what is this little passage have to do with the entire book of Esther. It's kind of like one of those, and they lived happily ever after lines from a fairy tale. But I think that this passage does really well to wrap up and set up what will come later in the Bible, in God's history of redemption. One thing that we've been talking about throughout this book is how much this book points to the future Christ, to the Messiah's coming. And I think even in this passage, we see that. Because though Mordecai is second in command, the Jews, the nation of Israel, Judah, are still all underneath this empire ruled by a pagan king, King Ahasuerus. 
Mordecai is doing a lot of work, a lot of good things to bring the blessing of the Lord onto the Jews. He's passing good laws. He's looking out for the welfare of his people. He's bringing peace to all of his people. But at the end of the day, they are not their own nation, as was promised to Abraham. Though they have been saved from death, ultimate salvation has still not come to the nation of Israel. I have plugged these books before, but it's been a really long time. There's an excellent, excellent commentary series that I really lean on for this devotional podcast. It's called the Christ-Centered Exposition Series. And in this commentary on the book of Esther, the author says this about the passage. The Jews in Esther's and Mordecai's day experience rest and relief from their enemies in a particular instance, but Christ provides rest and relief from our enemies forever. An example of the temporary nature of the Jews' relief can be seen in Ahasuerus's taxation of the land. Nothing dispels relief and rest like getting a letter from the IRS in your mailbox. Whom the Son has set free, however, will be free forever. No more taxation and no more trouble. Even in our passage, we are being pointed forward, forward, forward to the Christ. And us, as New Testament believers, look back and we can see the full fulfillment of this passage. One of the other things that we talked about on Monday is how the people of God must have felt in this this reign of Mordecai as second in command. There would have been tremendous relief, need for feasting, need for celebration. How much more, friends? Will we celebrate because Christ has come and set us free? Think about the Lord's Supper. What is it for us? It is a feast of remembrance about what God has done for us in Christ. As we wrap up this book, like so many books of the Old Testament that we've looked at before, we must put our eyes on Christ. If we did every single episode of the Commuter Devotional from now until it ultimately ends... And every episode is about this same thing. Would it not be so helpful for us? If you are like me, I need a daily reminder to set my eyes on the Son of God, who was slain for my sins, who now intercedes on my behalf, whose spirit is with me now as my help. As we go into this Wednesday and we finish up this book of Esther, see how we can see Christ even more clear because of this book. On Wednesdays, we like to pray from the Psalms, and one thing that's helpful is to take the date of the month. So today is the 18th, and if you take the Psalms and you take that day, so today would be the 18th, so the 18th Psalm, and you just add 30 to it, so 18, 48, 78, 108, 138, those could be your Psalms of the day, and you could theoretically read through the entire book of Psalms in one month by reading five Psalms a day. So let's take the Psalm of the, one of the Psalms of the day today and read and pray through Psalm 18. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we end our devotions in the book of Esther, we are just so thankful for this book. We always like to ask the question, why is this book in our Bible? And the easy answer is, because it teaches us about Christ. It teaches us about ourselves and our need for him. How lost and under the decree of death were we were until the mediator came. A better mediator. One who did not have the hesitation that Esther had, but instead came willingly as a baby in a stinking barn on our behalf. 
put on human flesh, what a disgrace for you, Father. And yet we look to it as glorious. Father, we are so thankful for this book. We're thankful for the months that we spent in it and the life that you gave us day after day after we looked at this book. Father, you are our strength and our rock and our fortress and our deliverer. In you, we take refuge. You are our shield. You are the horn of our salvation. You are our stronghold. Where else can we go, Father? As Peter said long, long ago, where else can we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. You are worthy to be praised, Father. As we go into our day this Wednesday, we will praise you with our lips, with our minds, with our thoughts, with our souls, with our strength. We praise our Father. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Friday.